Number one versus number two to get things started here at 133. Starachi driving, and there's the two! The national championship to Carter Starachi! Fend off a nice leg attack by Brooks. Brooks works into a body lock. He throws Rands to his back! That's all we get? You're moving on already? Chaplin K-1. Roman Bravo Young, Penn State's first champion at 133 pounds. And what a way to start the night. A victory in a sudden victory. Man, it feels amazing. You know, I put a lot of work into this. People don't see. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure sometimes. But got it done. And now I'm a national champ forever. It means a lot. On this episode of the Let's Go State Wrestling Podcast, we sit down with junior Max Dean, who represents the 197 weight class and is currently ranked fourth in the country. Max, what a stretch of time for you. You made your Penn State debut, rolling to an 18 to nothing tech fall on Sunday afternoon with a 16 to three major decision shortly thereafter, starting your season at two and oh. What's your biggest takeaway? You know, I guess I would just say that it's, uh, it's good to be back. Um, you know, for me, I've been out from college wrestling for a while and you know, almost, almost three years and just kind of almost, it sometimes felt like, you know, am I ever going to do this again? So it's just really exciting to, to be in a duel again and to be out there with, with some teammates and scrapping hard. And uh, yeah, it just felt really good to be back. Almost three years since you were able to take the mat in a competition setting like that. Were there a bunch of jitters in your stomach before you took the mat? Oh, I had a few butterflies, but just fun ones. And, it, you know, it was really exciting having a crowd there and having them get into a little bit. And, you know, we got a duel and rec hall coming up, so that'll be my first one ever and really excited for that. But, uh, yeah, no, you know, a few butterflies, but, you know, nothing too crazy. And when you're competing alongside, you know, other great competitors, it's, uh, it's easy to feel confident and fired up and, you know, ready to go out and get after it. November 18th will be your first time taking the floor in rec hall in front of a sold-out atmosphere. What are you looking forward to most when that moment comes and your name is announced? You know, always looking forward to most just going out and scrapping really hard, uh, getting after it and trying to, uh, you know, I guess make the other guy do some things that he doesn't want to do. You know, that's kind of what wrestling's about is scoring points and uh, beating on him a little bit. So, you know, that that's what I'm looking forward to most and just doing that alongside my teammates gonna going to go out and scrap hard. How have your teammates pushed you since you arrived in Happy Valley? Well, the standard in the room is just really high, right? So if someone's not an Olympic gold medalist, they're an NCAA champ or an All-American. So, you know, it's just really competitive and trying to go and, you know, not just meet them at their level, but take it a notch higher. Um, you know, we got a lot of really hard workers, and especially around my weight class, you know, not just in the coaches, um, you know, that kind of speaks for themselves, their accolades, but, you know, also two returning national champs, weight class below me, another All-American in my weight class, an All-American in the weight class above me. So, you know, the bar is just set really high in the room, and, you know, that's it's stimulating, it's competitive, and it's really just making you answer to it every day, uh, trying to be on your A game. Who's pushed you the most so far? They've all pushed me really hard. Uh, Carter Sirachi works super. He wrestles really hard. David Taylor uh, in the RTC here and Kyle Snyder. Um, those those guys have been an absolute blessing to me. Uh, you know, Coach Kale, Coach Varner, um, Coach Casey Cunningham, um, you know, Mike Beard. Honestly, having him in the same weight, you know, it's been pushing me. And I just the list is long. Um, there's a lot of really hard workers, uh, I, you know. I guess I don't know how to, I can't give a better answer than that. I wish I could narrow it down to just one, but there's a lot of guys here that work really, really hard and they're really, really talented. Well, certainly there's worse names to, to mention when it comes to the pushing you aspect of things. So certainly a lot of talent in this Penn State room. When you look at your experience thus far in State College, and it's been a short amount of time, but you've been able to get acclimated. Is it everything that you've thought it's been so far? Yeah, yeah, no, it's been everything and more. You know, I came here to, to be able to wrestle 
uh, and to try and reach my goals. And I didn't even ask, realize how much I needed uh, maybe just some of the, the leadership and the values that I've gotten from you know, not just coaches, but guys on the team too. It's just been a huge blessing in my life. Even if I never win another wrestling match, you know, I'm still grateful that I'm here. Some of the people that I've been able to be around and you know, Coach Kale and the way he runs his program, uh, it's just been an absolute blessing in my life. And uh, you know, they just they have high standards for life. Um, and just getting to uh, to be around them and learn from them, and I guess kind of follow their leadership has been a blessing. What are some of those values that you speak on that you've been able to really acclimate into your life? I mean, I think gratitude is a huge theme for the program. Uh, if there's something specifically that I like to, to say or think to myself, uh, you know, maybe especially when things are uncomfortable, it's actually a, it's a Marcus Aurelius quote. And he said, just that you do the right thing, the rest doesn't matter. You know, which is something I think about a lot, especially um, just seems like there's always crazy stuff going on in the world. And, you know, maybe this person's upset or that person's upset. But, you know, at the end of the day, just being true to your values and being able to kind of step out of situation, even if it's real uncomfortable, look at it and go, you know, am I doing the right thing here? And then be true to it. And, uh, you know, that's it's it's a lot easier to do when you're you know around people that are doing that, too. Um, and I just I feel like, you know, that's character and you know, that everybody here in this program really embodies that. So I just keep trying to do the right thing. And, you know, hopefully that leads to winning some wrestling matches. Give us that quote one more time. That was good. It's just that you do the right thing. The rest doesn't matter. By who? Marcus Aurelius. Love the, it. Uh, the last great emperor of Rome. Great quote. All right, let's shift away from wrestling for a little bit here. So you grew up in Lowell, Michigan. What was home like? You know, I grew up in a, in a farm town, um, Lowell, Michigan. It's it's about thirty minutes outside of Grand Rapids. We uh we like to talk a little smack here. Um, we've got a few Michigan guys uh, in the program actually. It's, you know specifically Coach uh, Cunningham. He's from Michigan as well. So uh, the west side of the state is really beautiful. Um, which not to slight the east side of the state. I guess I'm just from the west side of the state. <laughs> and uh, you know we got the Great Lakes. So we're kind of always joking about that. But it's a farm town. I played football through high school too. Just kind of the uh, Friday Night Lights esque. You know just whole towns at the football game on Friday nights, real good wrestling town. Um, you know, we won a few state titles as a team while I was there. Uh, you know, good, just family values type town. I had a really, really awesome childhood and, you know, got to have a lot of fun playing some different sports growing up. And, you know, I've been, been out of high school for a while, uh, but, you know, now I'm here and just uh, enjoying it. So the screams that you're hearing in the background right now of this edition of the Let's Go State podcast is dodgeball. Who is the elite of the elite dodgeball players in this room? Well, you put me in a because there's kind of two gangs in dodgeball. You know, there's the one side that's there's the players, then there's the RTC athletes and the coaches. And my problem is, and I got I get some flack for this from the from the guys on the team. It's because I have to play alongside the RTC athletes and coaches because I I rank really low priority wise with the guys on the team. So I'm like the first one out when it comes to them. So I you know, but really good. I mean, Jake, Coach Jake Varner is really good at dodgeball. Um, David Evans, he's a good dodgeball player. Those are probably the first two that come to mind. Uh, you know, then obviously I, I'd, I'd love to say it myself, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't honestly tell you that. I'm still working on my craft. You know, it's been, uh, I guess, May is when I joined the RTC. So I'm still pretty new to the sport and uh, just really working on my skills still and trying to get my, uh, my arm power a little bit up. But, you know, I'll get there eventually, but I'm still working on climbing that ladder. The underdog, little chip on your shoulder. you got to prove yourself well, no, and I move mean, up. And the, the thing is, is people, they hold grudges. You know, oh. I, I play to win. 
So, you know, I don't really like it when everyone's out there with alliances and they're doing this and that and someone will be right next to them. They don't throw it at them. You know, that doesn't seem like uh, the right kind of mindset to me. So I go out kind of guns blazing, but it's not really uh, – if you're trying to win a game, you got to be a little more political than that. And, <laughs> you know, I don't – I guess I'm not going to cast too much shade, but that just – I'm not really willing to play the, play the politics. Well said. Well said. Politics. I like that with the dodgeball game. All right, so let's go back to Michigan. So if we were to go back home and you talk about the Friday Night Lights, the – Great Lake are you able to spend, which, by the way, is, is it cold, that Great Lake? Uh, lake Michigan is pretty cold most of the year. Uh, in the summertime, you know, July, July and early August, it's it's pretty warm. But, you know, sometimes the cold is nice. It's refreshing. And if you get uh, if you get up north to Lake Superior, then that is always cold. Yeah, that's that's freezing up there. But it uh, it is. It's beautiful country, and, you know, I love, uh, I mean, I love being outdoors and kind of having the opportunity to go and experience some of that. And, you know, I guess Pennsylvania's got some beautiful outdoors, too. I've been hiking a couple places around here and uh, have really enjoyed that as well. So if you were to go back home right now, you and I, and you were showing me around the town, what are we going to do for the, uh, for the day? In Lowell? Uh, you know, I guess I would probably take you to Grand Rapids. There's a little bit more to do there. Lowell's kind of a small town, which I like, uh, you know, kind of that community feel, but you know, I'd we'd probably be hanging out at the Dean household. I live on a river, you know, we like fishing for smallmouth bass and um, you know, I don't know, like I already said, being outdoors and doing doing things of that nature. But I, you know, probably you know, smoke some ribs or grill a good steak and hang out, play some cards. That's kind of my speed. So now, full disclaimer: before we actually started this podcast, we were talking about what Max likes to do away from wrestling, and you said grilling, coffee, and cards. When it comes to the grilling aspect, what are you cooking up if we're going back home? You can't be a great ribeye. You know, especially with the bone in, if you get something that's like about an inch and a half thick, uh, well marbled. And, you know, I like, I really like to reverse sear my steaks. So if you can, you put it on the smoker for uh, maybe an hour to 180, and then you pull it off, you heat that guy up to five, 600, and just sear it for a minute or two on each side. Just perfect medium, medium rare, kind of right in that sweet spot. You just, you can't beat that. Your mouth is just watering. It really is. I'm excited to get out of here and get some dinner. So. <laughs> coffee. You're a big coffee guy. What, from what aspect? Uh, well, so as wrestlers, you know, we got to be a little conscientious about the calories that we consume with weighing in and everything. And, but we get to travel a lot. And so that can be tough because you want to go out and experience the town a little bit. If you get there a day or two early, it's, you know, I, you get to go around a lot of different places. Um, it's like, I'd like to kind of experience, you know, this place. So, and mo most of the time what that means is you're going to go out and eat at some of the good restaurants and check it out, but we can't, you know, always do that. So something that I always do everywhere we travel for wrestling is I try to find a local coffee spot and try it. Um, and I, for me, I just like my coffee black, a uh, nice Americano, which is just a double shot of espresso with some water. And, uh, you know, I try to try a different Americano from a different place everywhere that we go. And, uh, you know, I usually come home with a bag of coffee or I collect mugs. I think I've got like a hundred different mugs from places. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's kind of weird to say, I guess that coffee is a hobby of mine, but I would consider it that. And I, you know, I just, I don't know. I like, love good cup of black coffee. It's mostly guilt free. Uh, you know, it gives you some energy and, uh, it's, you know, for me, I love the taste. So it's just a nice, nice thing to do. So since you collect mugs, do you have one that if we were to go into your mug collection that really stands out and you're like, Ooh, this, this is my favorite one right here, man. That's a tough question. Um, you know, it's, I don't know that I could say that I have a favorite. I just have a lot. Uh, I guess each one kind of reminds you of a different trip or a different experience. You know, my little sister, Cassie, she loves coffee as well. So she's a lot of times she'll send me a mug from where she's been or, um, I'll go somewhere, somewhere with her and get one. I guess some of the ones I've gotten with her, um, 
And I think, you know, maybe it's a, a little bit the placebo effect just being there with her too. She's, you know, one of my best friends in the whole world. Um, you know, her and my brother. And uh, I guess my fiance, I got to throw her in there. Slided. But the uh, kind of a joke thing, maybe this will be a little, it's not even a business or anything that exists yet, but we, we joke all the time about a long-term plan. We're going to start a coffee company called Dean's Beans. Oh, so, yeah. But that's, uh, I guess I would probably need to graduate college and maybe not be spending all my time wrestling and going to class. There you go. Before I'd have time to work on that. Dean's Beans. I like that. I see yeah. the future there. So you clearly you have a good relationship and a close relationship with your family members, especially your sister. Where did that stem from? It's hard to answer that question by saying it starts with your family, but it, I mean, it just starts with your family. For me, uh, you know, just with my parents and then um, the families they came from, it's just always been really rooted in, you know, families first, you know, above everything, uh, which I guess it's kind of a cliche. People often say that, but, you know, I really mean it, um, you know, without my bro older brother Gabe and my younger sister Cassie, even though we're not always in the same place, you know, and my, you know, my dad and my mom, Dave and Beth Dean, who I look up to, uh, you know, they're my two biggest role models in the world. Uh, yeah, I honestly just don't know what I would do without them. So it's, I guess I've just never considered it to be any different way other than just, you know, they were always going to go first. And, uh, you know, I just, they, they mean a lot to me. Very well said right there. The last thing that you mentioned is card games, if we're going back home and, and hanging out. So what kind of card games are we playing? Uh, so I love playing Euchre. You know, people from Pennsylvania might not know that game. It's kind of a Midwest game. Uh, a lot of people from Michigan and, like, Ohio and Wisconsin play it. But uh, it's just a good, you know, I, it'd be kind of long to sit here and go through all the rules with you, <laughs> but it's just a, a four-person game. You play with partners. Uh, my, Like I said, Cassie, my little sister, and I would always play against my grandparents, so just have a lot of fen fond memories of that growing up. Uh, and, yeah, Euchre, it's a good card game. If you don't know it, look it up. It's a good way to pass the time. Euchre. I like that little Midwest card game. All right, we got about a minute left on this edition of the Let's Go State Wrestling Podcast, and that means it's time for some random questions. You ready for this? Hit me. Rapid fire. If you could have played one other sport aside from wrestling in college, what would that be and why? Well, football. That's what I figured you were yep. going. What do you do to get rid of stress? Read. What kind of books? Oh, anything. I mean, literally anything. Uh, I guess my favorite book of all time is probably 1984. Doesn't really. That's not really a stress-free book, though. So <laughs> I, I never, that's kind of an oxymoron there, but I, I love to read. If you could have the attention of the world for one minute, what would you say and why? <sighs> Man, that's a deep, quick question. Uh, you know, maybe just take some time today uh, to appreciate someone, um, even if it's someone you hardly know. Just, just reach out, say, hey, like, Thank you. I really appreciate you and everything that you're doing. You know, you never really know what someone's going through. And um, I feel like it's so easy to get caught up uh, kind of in the fray. Or, and so many people feel angry with each other. And there's so much controversy. But at the end of the day, like, I think most people want what's best for the world. And just somebody that you feel maybe isn't getting appreciated, just take a minute and just say, you know, thank you. 30 seconds. What's the one celebrity or who's the one celebrity you'd sit down with in a room for 30 minutes? Jason Statham. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going to go. That dude's sweet. That <laughs> he is cool. sweet. Yeah, I don't know. I, cool action movies. I like that guy. If you had to devote your life to art, what type of art would you create? Music. If you had to change the language you speak, which one would you choose? I feel like Italian. Ooh. I, think I really like when people are speaking Italian, especially if it's like if you go into a, an Italian restaurant and they're speaking Italian, you're like, you're, just, you're like, wow, I'm about to eat some good food. <laughs> you know, so maybe my brain is just paired at that with like, 
people speaking Italian and it being a good thing, but I, I'd have to go with Italian. Little Italiano with some pizza, maybe a little yeah. glass of wine on the side. I like that. Max, appreciate you joining us on this edition of the Let's Go State podcast, and good luck the rest of the season. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was uh, fun chatting.